Welcome to another edition of Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek. Dave. And anybody. What's happening? We know what's happening. I'm titling this one. I'm going to even tell you what the title is. I usually come up with the title after. Oh, they're so clever, too. After. Oh, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. They're after my... they are rendered. Come on. Cry me a river. I usually poor come... me. Poor I me. Usually poor me up... another. I usually come up with the title of the podcast at the end. But you know what I'm telling you right now? I know the title. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Regardless of what we say from the rest for the next hour, you know what I know what it's going to be? I don't know. We are losers. <laughs> Is that the podcast or? No, that's this town. Okay. Phillies having trouble with the rotation. That's the least of our problems. Hey, but how bad is it to lose one pitcher and get a pitcher who started opening day? Right. So it's nice they didn't trade Lieber. We'll get to that later. Yes, we will. Sixers lose by 50 at home. It's only a matter of time. Why did those fans not get a refund? They had to get something. I think they're all going to get Odin jerseys next year. Anyone who stayed till the end, if they draft Odin, they'll get that jersey. Yeah, but they they might print up. You know, 20,000 Odin jerseys, and they're going to lose them. True. Well, they'll get it as a six, uh, Celtics jersey. Oh, okay, yeah. Or wherever he it's may It's not go. a bad idea. Give out Celtics jerseys at Sixers games Why now not? because it's just it's piss poor. Popping my peas. It I'm popping the peas again. Piss poor. Piss poor. Dave? Yes? Flyers lose. Again? Five to nothing to the New York Rangers. Man, that hurt. I happened to be in New York last night on business. Very nice. Watched the game with a good buddy of mine. Very bad. He's a Rangers fan. I am not. True. And I was just bumming. Understandable. What's up with this team? No heart. No heart. Oh, come on. This is, a like I said, being a dead goddamn horse. But John Stevens says, oh, it's very difficult to watch Todd Fedora get the crap kicked out of him and then go out and still play a hockey game. Aren't these guys pros? Are they men or are they mice? Yeah, but every time someone gets I mean, hurt I, on the field. That guy makes excuses for his team like no other. I'm not making any excuses, but Coach's anytime job. someone gets hurt on the field, you have that downfall afterwards because you're no longer that professional that's making millions of dollars. You're that guy's friend who just got his ass handed to him and is unconscious on the ice or on any kind of playing field. So your mind starts drifting away some. That's what they're worried about. I'm not making any excuses. They just got run Shellacked. over last night. Yeah. And the night before, they got run over also. You know, and Stevens makes some kind of excuse that Good. we just don't have the intensity that we need in order to play a hockey game. Well, it's true. But they're professional hockey players. What Good. the hell is going on with this? There's a lot going on. Not all of them should be on the team. There's some players that should not be on the team right now. Example? I still think Darian Hatcher, everyone's like, oh, he should be the MVP for the defense. You know what? The only reason he's going to be the top defenseman, he's going to win the Barry Ashby Award, is by default. There's no one else on defense yet. Uh, Pickenin's not playing up to potential. Wow, I'm popping my peas now, too. Right on. Lukanen's new. Corbin's new. Jones, I mean, he's been in and out of the lineup lately. He's not not the top defenseman. He's playing well. Who else is back there? Picard. Um, what about Richards? Richards is still a stand-up guy. Well, no, Richards just got hurt. He got hurt the game before. Fell into the boards awkwardly. I understand that, but you know, I was trying to bring him out as a positive light, even though he's on the on the ice. Um, there's a lot of positive lights. The guys I just mentioned should be good next year, the following year, in due time. We got some young players. A lot of players just starting to gel. But if we were disappointed about the team with Forsberg and Gagne and all these guys playing. Now there's no Forsberg. There's no Gagne. There's no Scotty Upshaw who got traded for Forsberg. No Richards now. No Richards now. These are the guys that were starting to step up and play. So now there's one full line that's out. So now we have a full line of guys of Mike York who shouldn't be on the team. He's going to be gone next year. You got Eager. You got Fedoric who got handed 
last night. His ass handed right. to him. Yeah, the season's over. They've given up. But they don't have to show it against the Rangers on, the, on the ice still, like it's that. It's still the Rangers in the garden. And they came with no no heart, no nothing. You know, the Eagles always showed up playing the Giants Absolutely. or Dallas. I mean, right, it doesn't they matter what the record is. They don't is. always go into there and win that game. But That's a tough game to win. don't you think they should have some kind of pride? Yeah. The last time they played the Rangers there, a game before this, they went in there and handed the Rangers their ass. They beat oh, them 5-1. to one. I remember that. The Rangers are in a playoff battle we right now. We talked about it on the podcast. If the Rangers lost last night and the other two teams would have won, now instead of being the 8th seed, they would have been the 11th seed. They would have fell off. So the Rangers have to go in there and they have to win it. So when the game started, Colton Orr, the guy who beat up Fedorik, said, listen, I got to get my team pumped up. Let's fight. Fedorik said, sure, let's do it. We kicked your ass last time. So now Orr's trying to pump up his team, knocks him out, and really pumps up the whole crowd. The wow. crowd was going nuts. Right. So he did what he was supposed to do. And then who came back in? Um... Eager. Ben Eager came in. A couple hits, got in a fight with Orr, and gave Orr a great shot at the end right. when he was falling down. Both guys were bleeding. Real good fight. Okay. So is, does that give you that the, because they actually went for the little revenge shot, does that make you think that they have some kind of pride left? I mean, tell me about it, Dave. What the is Flyers having team? a revenge shot? What? Well, the Flyers went after Orr again. Oh, no, that's just Ben Eager saying, you know what? If, you're, you're gonna if you want to fight someone, fight me. I think right, that's you know? any uh, hockey team, though. Any hockey right. team would do that. But Fedora can handle himself on the ice, right? He could. Oh, before he At the beginning of the year, though, when he was in Anaheim, got in a fight, broke his face. He has, like, two titanium plates in his face. His last couple fights that we saw when they played Buffalo, the one guy just smoked them. He's been getting these fights. I don't know if he's gun shy because when he gets hit in the face, who knows how it hurts. Right. A punch like that. Maybe it's hitting the plates. Maybe that has something to do with it where it just knocks him out. It's a trigger. He shouldn't be playing anymore. I think he should retire. Your face is busted and you're a fighter. You can't fight. And you know what? They went after him. But that's why, why, is, he getting, why is he getting in scraps then? Because that's what he does. Okay. When, uh, just talk about any boxer, okay, that has brain damage that's going to still fight. Why are they going to fight? Because that's what they do. Look at look at Rocky Balboa. Look, look, you know. But I mean, like, look at any kind of player. Anyone that says that, <laughs> hey, I should retire. I'm not talking baseball because it's not as physical, but football, hockey, boxing, any of these things. The guy's getting older. Well, why do you keep doing? It? You're taking a beating. Well, this is what I love to do. This is what I'm doing. For Doric's not old. He's still in his 20s. He's 29, 28, I think. I'm just sick of John yeah. Stevens making excuses for his team. I'm just appalled by it. Well, I think being as a first-year coach, I don't think he knows what to say. Like, oh, great. Uh, oh, great. Well, he was thrown he into that whole situation, too. Is he going to rip his team? Is he going to rip all his young players Why and say? Why not rip them? You play to win the game. All they want to do, right, he wants to get these guys ready for next year. Exactly. See who can play. There's going to be, I, I'm saying, there's going to be five guys that are on this team, if not seven guys that will not be on the team next year, that do not deserve to be on the team and who do not help the team. Those five players are going to leave. They're going to call it one of the players from the juniors, hopefully one player from the draft, maybe two free agents, how and it'll many, be a totally uh, different team. How many players team. were um, playing against the Rangers last night that were called up? Two, three? Well, from the last game, the yeah. last time they played, at least three. Yes, yeah, so, you know, that's a big difference. That's right a whole there. offensive line right exactly. there. Exactly. So that's that's your uh, that's your problem. Right and then there. you have Nita Maki, who's coming off the bench, who's not playing as much because of Biron. And it's... Yeah. Watching and then you the got game? the veterans so, going, you know what? You got these guys coming up. Eh, you know, I'm not going to get about. hurt. Some I'm a free agent next year. I'm out of here. This, I'm leaving anyhow. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. Well, it's business. Speaking of Nidamaki, what was he doing in that last night? Just to give Biron a rest? I think to give Biron a rest and also to give Nidamaki some playing time because they're trying to sign Biron. 
Nothing's going through yet. There was a lot of two-on-ones last night, weren't oh, there? There was a ton. And that's that's your defense. And that's right. a lot of giveaways and a lot of dumb giveaways, too. Like, right at the the blue line, when you're supposed to pass the puck down, they're passing it cross ice. One guy would come in and take it. Next thing you know, you have a two-on-one, a one on oh. These are simply fundamentals, though, yes. Dave, that are not being taught. And Being taught? What? Yeah. These, are, these guys don't – well, they obviously knew it and forgot it. I don't know if they knew or forgot. They had to get here somehow, right? I think exactly. you know when you're in the like when you're doing something with players that you're much better, you can get away with this. So when they're in the minors, when they're playing over in Europe, they can get away with this because it's a step slower. Now they still think they can get away with this, but when they try it, oop. tell me the difference. The Calder Cup, right? Tell me the difference that this team, how this different this team would look currently if Ken Hitchcock was still a coach. They wouldn't have all these young players. Hitchcock doesn't get along with young players. They have a lot of hard times with it. So it might not. Have gone this far they might have been bringing in different veterans they would still be shit in the bed though they well, weren't getting better oh, they, would they lose five nothing well let to me the ask Rangers? you this i mean okay if you had hitchcock on the on the squad if he was the head coach and they're tanking they got the the record that they have why bring why spend money to bring players in when you're not going anywhere bring the other people up well you know you know that's what that's what they're doing that's the only way to do it that's the good that's the business way to do it okay that's what happened last year the team oh, well, wasn't well. doing as well so they brought him up so you know what happens when a coach doesn't have a good record gets canned and that's what happened with Hitchcock you can't say what if Hitchcock was still here what if Bobby Clark still had his mind and he could still make the right moves? No, I think that I think there would be a difference if what Hitchcock he was still right here moves. because Stevens isn't teaching this team how to play hockey the right way. Lame duck, if you will. Well, that's Stevens doing is. I'm saying he's probably doing as well as he can between the different players getting called up. He can't have a, a power play unit and a shorthanded unit because of all these players going out. Richards, who was really starting to come along, just got hurt. It was him and Kapanen. That was one of the best power oh, yeah. or um, penalty killing units. They're third in the league. They have the second most shorthanded goals. Now Richards is hurt again. Okay, now they got to put Kapanen out with someone else. Well, they can't put Gagne because he's hurt. So now we're going with a third-line player. That's a defensive player. Now you're not going to have that offensive skill that you did. Okay. Things like this, they do build up. I'm not saying, hey, losing 5 nothing is great. Oh, trust me. I was horrified watching that game the game the night before. They oh, were just well, horrible. The Rangers uh, goalie, what the hell's his name? Uh, that played last night? Yeah. Uh, Lundquist. Yeah, when he rose his stick like that at the end of the game, I just wanted to just punch him right in the balls. <laughs> but also, oh, the night before when they played Florida, they just got their ass handed to him also. So, I mean, it was two games two, two in a rain well, in a row. There you go. Yeah. And that moves us on. Because this is the loser podcast, we could talk forever about these te- oh, teams. Yeah. But we do have to move on to Thank God. the second worst team in the Philadelphia area, and that is the Philadelphia 76ers. And you speak about two games back-to-back. So this is what happened to the Sixers, right? At home... <laughs> I hear you. That's everybody who's doing it. Shit about them. It's just unprecedented. They lost... Oh, yeah. It was they the first lose, time in home, lost 50 points. Go ahead. They lose by 50 at home. Lose by 50 at home in front of a crowd that actually paid money to see them. And it's not cheap to get in that building uh-huh. either. And then the very next night, they go to Detroit, and Chris Webber looks like Michael Jordan against them. Well, that's Weber didn't even have to play the the final quarter or whatever. It was just it's so bad. Yeah. Sixers kind of hung there for a while, but the, but I want to get back to the fifty point loss. At what point, as a coach, or where does why hasn't somebody's head rolled? Like seriously rolled when you lose by fifty at home. When you lose by fifty at home, it's the most embarrassing thing that could ever happen to a basketball team. It's the it's the number out that goes out there. Well, at least I didn't. Lose, I haven't lost by fifty at home yet. Well, what's See, the, all these fuckers did? 
What's um, at least I didn't lose by fifty at home. The Sixers can't say that. Bo Cheeks on his resume now says lost by fifty at home to Houston. What have you done? Um, there was one time this young girl, thirteen years old, was having singing the national anthem <laughs> and she couldn't get through it. So I came up there, I put my arm, and I sang with her, and I also lost by fifty points at home. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, oh. very nice. If so if it's Mo Cheeks and, the, and against somebody else, and they're waiting in, waiting in the lobby to find out to it both interview for jobs, Mo Cheeks walks in there, has his interview, and the only thing that dude has, to, other dude has to say during the interview process, I have not lost by fifty at home. At home, so give me the job. And well, you, you know what's, what's crazy is okay, last week we're talking, telling Mo Cheeks to put his young players in to lose games. Like, what do you right. want? Okay. Do you I, want them to lose by 50 or do you want them to win games? Like, what do you want? I just want them to I, lose by 10. Yeah, no, no, you want no, them to no, lose no, by 12. Keep okay. the veterans 22. in. 22. Come on. What's going on here? Uh, it's, a, it's a good point. However, yeah, so what's the difference between losing by 2 or losing by 50? It's a big difference in basketball, Ev. You are in front of your home I know crowd. it's a big difference in basketball, Dave. Well, then what are you saying? I'm saying that they're losing games now. You were They were winning games. They were 1-8 in a row, 7 in a row, and then – Oh, what are you doing winning games? And then they lose games. I mean, they can't get their asses handed on by 50 points. But what, what does it matter? You can't justify it at all, and you're trying to justify it for some reason. I'm just trying to tell you that we want them to lose games, and they did, and now you're complaining about it. I'm not complaining about the loss. I don't mind that they lose games. I don't mind if they, I don't really don't care if they ever win another one. All right. But my point is, losing by 50 at home is just disgusting. Disgusting for the fans. They're that bad. They're that bad. You're absolutely right. But they gave up, and that's what's awful about well, it. Well, they gave up, and that's a shame because it's only March, and they've given up. So I want to wait till Dave gets back from the pisser to talk about this. But I, I was just pee? But I, yeah, is that quick? Is that amazing? Hello. I, want, I can't miss the show. I have a question for you guys, and I want you to think about it pretty sincerely before you answer. Oh, are you going to answer it? Because I know when you ask questions, you won't answer. For you what guys, who do you hate more? Who has been more detrimental to this city recently? Chris Weber or Terrell Owens? I hear crickets. Well, gonna, okay. At least you didn't hear my brain going. Ding, 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 ding. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Right. I will fill up everybody's cool one as you, tell you something talk right amongst now. yourselves. I don't see anybody burning Chris Weber jerseys in a 55-gallon drum. But they probably should be. Oh, I thought you were getting our beers and just, you know. <laughs> if you didn't hear, Derek said they probably should be. I think good for Chris Weber to get out of here. It's it's it get it's like a dark cloud on everybody in the, in, who comes here and plays games. You know, it's a shame because every time someone leaves or anytime something's going they on, but they also you always hear like, "Hey, I heard you were hurt or you weren't playing because of this reason." Oh no, they told me I, I couldn't play. Or like Jeff Garcia, well, they didn't want to give me a contract. Like, who knows what's going on behind the curtain? Chris Weber's just not in the public eye like Terrell Owens. So I would say who's more detrimental? I would say Billy King. I wouldn't go with either one of those. Billy King's been running this team. I'm trying down to the figure ground. out. I'm trying to figure out. Um, which one's worse? I don't mean which one's worse. I mean they're. I don't even know how. I don't even know how I to go about that. If out of those two, Weber, because games, all the Eagles fans something to scream about. Okay, well I agree. made the team go down to Dallas and win, and when Dallas came up here, kicked their ass. Yeah, there was just a lot more going on. Neither of those guys ruined their franchise. Right, that's what I'm trying to. But Weber, gonna... but Weber left here. Crying in his beard, like, I can't believe they won't play me anymore. Right. I, I'm hurt. My back. He goes to Detroit and becomes a, a pseudo all-star now. He said, He's laughing at this team. Well, he said he wanted to play, and Cheeks told him, we're not going to play you as much. We want to start playing our younger guys. Right, but he also didn't have it in him. He, I mean, even last year he didn't have it in right. him. He's not playing like he's playing now. He gets a change of scenery. Now, all of a sudden, he's a world beater. Hey, you go from a winner to a loser, 
No, dude, I think Chris Webber is 10 times worse than T.O., and let me tell you why. Okay. I thought you said you weren't answering this. I'm answering I, don't know, I have an answer. <laughs> Terrell Owens always played balls out, right? Yeah. Always played balls out. During the game, yes. Yes, during the game. That's all I'm talking about. Chris Webber mailed it in in this city for a year and a half, two years before he got traded, and went to Detroit and said, I was treated like Chip and Philly, and I'm not going to, you know, I have a hard feelings against them, revenge, and all this other fun stuff. And then he goes out and just starts scoring points like it's going out of style. Winning games for that team is going to be a huge asset for them when they're in the playoffs. He he sucked it in while he was here and cried, and he got his dream job in Detroit after his millions and millions and millions right. of dollars no, buyout. Right. And now he's an all-star. But that's like He didn't give his all to the city. He might not have gave his all, but there's plenty of players that never gave their all. Where when he left, he didn't say, hey, the quarterback's a joke and... The coach is a joke, and I didn't like this and that. Maybe a comparison might be Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland wasn't happy with uh, everything that was going on. But Scott Rowland always played hard. Always played hard. Always played hard. Always played hard. You you disagree with that? Do you, Dave? Uh, I still think Scotty Rowland's a great player. So do I. I I like watching him play. I think he's a great player. I love watching him play. I never saw a play at third base where he didn't dive and he didn't make the play. He could have dove and went for it and said, oh, I just missed it. But I never saw him go, oh, I'm not going to get that. No, never. But Weber's done that. Yeah. Weber's a piece Weber's of just shit. Said, you know what? I'm not going to get right, that but that's, Weber didn't ruin this team. This team was ruined before Weber was here. No, I agree yeah. with that. But okay. he's a two-face. Oh, I have no pro- Okay. I have no problem saying that. When we got T.O. I'm not saying he ruined yeah. the team. Okay. I'm saying that's, he did not give the fans yeah. what they what they should have gotten from him. Okay. The, uh, yeah, he's worse than yeah. T.O. in that respect. That's it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. That's when we when Tio got here, we all knew what we were getting. Yes. We said, okay, hey, we'll take that as a Philadelphia fan. Sure, no problem. Come the second year, we're like, wow, bit off a little more than we wanted. But when he came in here, there's plenty of players coming in that did that. Like just thinking back through the years, like Von Hayes, like you're expecting something oh, great, nice. and they just never produced. Right. Danny Tartable. Like I mean, I'm just going Phillies because the Phillies are coming up. But there's plenty of players that were like that. Right, and that's not necessarily a bad segue to the Phillies right now. Well, and also, you know, it was a bad environment. The Sixers are a bad environment. Did he bring the bad environment? I no. don't think so. The he, bad environment he, already was here, and no, they were he, trying to put a Band-Aid on the situation bringing him in. He festered the environment, him and AI. and He milked it. He milked it for the money, whatever he wants he, to do. He played the system. They brought him here. Exactly. It's business. And it's it's a shame because uh, how is that franchise ever going to come out of that? That's what I want to know. How is this franchise ever going to rise to be an ultimate franchise again? I, I, I'm not, I don't think I can see it. You need a number one pick. That's a, well, we, we had a number one pick 10 years ago. What happened? We, came, we went to the, the NBA the championship. Yeah. And, yeah. and then what did we do since? What was that? What right. was that? No, we're back down. That? Well, that's what I'm saying. So need- now we're going to come back up. You're going to get a number one pick hopefully this year. Number two, you're going to get... One of two players are out there that are real good. Start building around. You already have AI out there. Gadala. And Gadala. So you need a center. It's starting to be proven here. We need a center. I don't care if it's center who shoots threes. I don't care if it's center who can play defense. They're going to need a solid center. Sounds good to me. And it, it sounds sure, good I'm to sure, me, too. I'm sure they'll screw it up. You oh, know, it's probably just, will. It's, you don't even talk about the Sixers team. And you don't even really talk about the NBA anymore. It's just... It's, it's not even fun anymore. We would talk about the NBA if the Sixers were really, Remember really good. Remember what the NBA used to be like, and it was fun to watch. Like even in the 80s? The bad boys, Celtics, Sixers rivalries, good talent. Showtime? Showtime. Now it's just it's just crap. Well, it's like it, there is no like multiple superstars in the NBA. They're all just 
players. Well, that's. Uh, a, I think there's some. I think there's lots of superstars. There's a lot of superstars. They're individual players. Well, I know exactly. it's all an individual sport. I do agree with that. But exactly, it's it's crazy. There's no team. There's no. There's no nothing anymore. And how can you have a sport when you're when there's five guys on the court and it's just not a team sport anymore? How can I, you build anything? I was just talking to someone. Can't say his name, but very good guy up in the league, real high up. Not David Stern, but real up there. And that's what I was saying. That. These guys, that when they come in, they get a three-year contract. Okay, well, what are they going to do for three years? Are they going to play defense? Are they going to try to show that they're a team player? Are they going to score points? So if they have a 25-point average, okay, well, that gives them this much money once Which, they become Yeah, it has that engine. much more. Like when you're negotiating your contract, you say, I am in this percentage of players that score this many points, so I'm, I deserve at least this much money. Right. If you say, hey, I had five rebounds a game, okay, well, whoop de do. I had right. two steals a game, or you know, one point three steals a game. Or, even if my team won eighty six games, right? Yeah, you're in that bracket. So, and it propels you to it propels you to go to that next team. And that's what happens. It starts. You start off on one team. You move to another team. Yep. After ten years, then you say, you know what? I want to win a championship. Let's get the ring. Yeah. And that's what happens. So you get an older player that starts doing that. And that's the way I say it. I could be totally wrong. I don't think you're totally wrong. I just think I don't it's, think it's, totally I think it's just. Really ridiculous to watch anymore. And, it is. And it, I don't watch it. It sucks to be. Yeah, no, nobody. Well, and how can I watch fifty? Point it's loss? really going down. Well, of course you wouldn't. That's watch what's that. fun to watch about watching college basketball too, because oh, these guys want to win. They want to do it for this year and this year only. Right. They might not be there next year, so they go balls out. <laughs> and you know what's cool is like they make mistakes. There's mistakes there, and yeah. it's not about the money. It's just about winning the game. Dude, that Texas game we just watched, Texas A&M versus Memphis, they had four different chances to grab a rebound to do it. All Texas A&M had to do was box out. Just box the dude out, man. Didn't do it. Fundamentals. Lost the game. Absolutely. Yeah. That's definitely why they lost that game. You can't give up four rebounds with less than 10 seconds left. Yeah. And then foul the guy when he's going yeah. off for a shot. So, yeah, it sucks that they lost. Everybody had Texas A&M going to the finals, man. But later, Gator. Phillies. 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 Do you know that John Lieber is a piece of meat, according yes, to himself? Is? Oh. Dude, he's, he's a big slab of yeah, meat. Yeah, he's, he's a porterhouse. Uh. But yeah. what? how is this news to him that he's a piece of meat? It's what the nature of the beats. That's why you get paid so much money so that you can do whatever you oh, want. You get eaten up and spit out. Oh, trust me, when he was in college, he was a piece of veal. He knew what he was getting into, and that's all you're going to be. Piece of veal. Right. Well, he was young, tender. Nice. <laughs> but in, a, I, in a cage. But why... Why is it coming as a shock right now? Yeah, no. why is it... Or why is he even telling us? You know why? Because he's listening to the show here, and you, D-Man, saying... The guy started last year, opening day. He should still be a stud. And, and I'm I saying he should still be a stud, but not, he's... Right. He should still be a guaranteed a spot, say, in the, in the rotation. Yeah, but what's the, what's the fascination with Adam Eaton, who's pitching worse in the spring than John Lieber? Wouldn't you send the person down who's pitching the worst in the spring to the bullpen? Well, you can't see. Not You're always. not going to send either of them down. No, no. I'm saying, would you send... Wouldn't you send one who's pitching the worst to the bullpen? If it's really between Lieber and Eaton and one of them is pitching better than the other one, then the one who's pitching better should stay in the rotation, right or wrong. Otherwise, it's just a big sham. What I don't understand is why... It never was a competition. Right. I, I'm saying it was never it never was a competition. Lieber was pitching during spring training to show everyone else, hey, this is what he still has. He can still pitch. Do you want him? And Eaton has an 8 ERA and getting shellacked daily. Right, but 
Hamels has a seven ERA, and Garcia has right. a... Right, so I'm not, you know, I'm not saying anything. Garcia's got yeah. 10 plus. Right, so should we send these guys down? No, 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 no. Right. I'm not suggesting okay. that. What I am saying is, though, you know, it's always been said by management in this team that it's between Eden and, and John Lee. Right. And if it is between the two, why isn't the one who's pitching the worst get set down? What, mm. what is his fascination with Adam Eaton with this team? Didn't they draft? I'm telling you, didn't man. they draft Eaton back in '96? Like, yeah, was it '96? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think they drafted Eaton, so I think it might have that kind of love affair. But I think it they also sent him away to San Diego too. So right, but that's fine. Send him away, let him get his skills together, and then come back. But I always think it was one of those like, yeah, hey, it's a competition. Look at my eye, wink, wink. You right. know, this is our, our starting rotation. We have Myers and Garcia and Hamels and Moyer, and now Eaton. But if Lieber can play well enough, wink, wink, he's, he's going to start. I really think all it was was a tryout for everybody else. Hey, what can we get? Nobody wanted to bite on Lieber, so they said, okay, now we got to keep him. But now, yeah, now if I'm keeping him, it's okay. definitely a shootout mm-hmm. now. I really it's think a shootout. Well, you know, it's it's, it's who's going to be the fifth starter now? It's not like something like oh, Eaton's got the fifth starting job. It's what they said today. I mean, they're literally saying that out of six guys, one guy's going to the bullpen, and it's John Lieber. Yeah, but with Garcia being hurt, like you said, you, you heard know today. What's going to happen with that? You heard right. they they feel positive about. Yeah. The, so you okay? The, so Lieber, if Garcia starts on a DL, Lieber will be. But then Lieber will be yeah, well, so then, even, then everybody's going to be like, oh, that's great what that we he, have Lieber because Garcia's got this problem. What if he pitches into the eighth inning and two of his starts while Garcia's away and, and uh, Eaton gets beat up for six runs in, in three innings? What happens then? Then then you you got a whole different ball game. But right? if it's a whole different ball game and it still happens, then what has John Lieber done wrong? Well, no, that's what I'm but saying. But he hasn't done anything wrong in the springtime. If we get, Just say Garcia goes on the 15th day. So after two weeks, Lieber's 2-0. 1.3 ERA, say, and Eaton hasn't gotten out of the fourth inning. Okay, Eaton's going to be sent to the bullpen. Hey, try to work this out. Lieber's still going to pitch. They're still going to try to promote trading Lieber. They're still going to try to get rid of him. Okay. Uh, you that's say a, so, man. I, I, no, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. That's what I just think. I, I think he's getting mm-hmm. the shaft, and I understand oh, that. Oh, he's definitely getting the and shaft. And he is a piece of meat. I, I have no sympathy mm-hmm. for the dude whatsoever. You know, you do whatever it takes to win ball games. Dude, give, let me buy an F-650 with satellite right. and six rows of seating. Right. And you movie know what? Theater, had a movie yeah. theater in it. And I'm making millions of dollars. Truck. Yeah, hey. Right. So, okay, yeah. So there is no sympathy for the guy. Well, not to jump back. But, but he is getting the shaft, yeah. though. Well, Marty Biron right now is a piece of meat. They're trying. The Flyers are saying, hey, we're going to try to sign him. And he's saying... Well, am I filet or am I tenderloin? Like, what are you going to pay me? Should I just wait and see if, what kind of money I can get? Are you going to guarantee me being the starter? Or are you going to sign Nidamaki and say, hey, who's going to be the starter? Well, after you lose 5 nothing to the Rangers. That was Nidamaki, not Biron. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Nidamaki right. really, Biron had a little bit of negotiating power right. after that. But then he could come back and say, I want more money, and they'll say. Right. Well, what I think, understand, what I read from the Biron thing is, they Flyers offered him a nice package, and the Flyers have never been stingy with cash. Right. That's for sure. So Flyers offered him something nice, and he said, I'm really, really excited about it. However, I'm not just going to make a decision because my wife has not even come down here yet. And I'm, I want to make sure she at least sees it. I'm not, that, I'm not an animal. Rumor has it. They have a night out in Philadelphia, limo ride to AC. Like really? they're giving them all this Great, stuff man. ready to go, they and that's it. right. They're saying, "Hey, this is what we have to go." How old is he? I would say he's twenty nine. Yeah, twenty eight. I don't even like think he's in the thirties yet. He's a younger guy. Well, no, no, no. He's, old, he's an older he's guy. He's thirty two. He's older yeah, guy. He's been around. He's been up yeah. Buffalo. He lost his job to Ryan Miller, but he's still a very good player. Goalies 
the night before last, Eddie Belfour is like 42, still playing the league, still shutting out teams, even though it's oh, the Flyers. Right yeah, right on. But back to the Phils. Back to the Phils. Let's go to what Sports Illustrated has to say. I got my fresh Sports Illustrated on the uh, QT today. Little, this is nuts. Little red on red action. Red on red. Page. Guys, this isn't like uh, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit where when we tell you a page number, you got to flip to no. it and all that. You're not going to see a great picture. Page 112 of the Sports Illustrated baseball preview issue. Philadelphia Phillies finishing third in the NL East behind... The New York Mets, number one. Boo. Atlanta Braves, number two. Boo. So here it is. I'll just read a paragraph of the story. It will be up to the starters to keep the pressure off the bullpen. The Phils justifiably are excited to see how much their two young arms, Hamels, 23, who was 7-3 with a 2-7 ERA in his last 12 starts, and Myers, 26, who dropped nearly 30 pounds over the winter, can improve on their 2006 performances. These two join Garcia, Jamie Moyer, Adam Eaton, and John Lieber, most likely Eaton, which is their right, even though this was probably written a week ago, to form a rotation that, barring injury, should have Philadelphia in contention come September. It's easily the best staff we've had since I've been here, says Burl, an eight-year veteran. Oh, easily. We said for the last 25 years, best staff. So I watched this team today. Oh, yeah, I agree. One of the best staffs they've had in a long time. Pat Burl is just god-awful. Went down looking again today. Okay. He is just not doing well. I don't know what Pat's batting right now. And to me, spring training is it's never anything to dude, say, hey, you're gonna this have, what's going to go on next You're going to have a season. lot of that stuff from him. He's you always gonna, have a lot of that stuff. He's going to get booed out the door this year. He's It just doesn't look good. The big get thing, a big paycheck. When, when we're watching the Phillies, you got to kind of remember, okay, if they're keeping the game close and it's the seventh inning, and now next thing you know they have – Dandy Sandval or whatever, like exactly. playing second. Like they start bringing their younger players, and if they lose a game in the bottom of the seventh or the eighth or the ninth or extra innings, you know what? I'm not too worried about it. I'm not worried about what the young players are doing. When the relief pitchers come in, uh, Alfonseca, if he lets up a run, then you're like, okay, what's going on? But when the younger players come in, if there's a man on second with one out and the guy's striking out and he's a minor right. leaguer that's going to be in there, so what? So be it. I'm not too worried about that. Like seeing what they're doing at the beginning of the game, who's hitting well. We know Howard only has like two dingers right now. Well, check this out. By the numbers in the Sports Illustrated article, here it is, .919. That is the on-base plus slugging percentage for left fielder Pat Burrow in 242 at-bats with runners aboard last season, which seems counter to his reputation for not being a timely hitter. However, with runners in scoring position, a familiar situation with Jimmy Rollins, Chase Utley, and Ryan Howard hitting in front of him, after the club traded Bobby Abreu to the Yankees last July, Burrell's OPS dropped to 722. Okay, so they don't have Burrell this year. I mean, they don't have Abreu this year. So where does that go, right? One, if he batted 720 after he left. When did he leave? Was it... uh... He left in July? Yeah, he left in in July. Third week in July. So if it's a whole average, he had to be doing so much better when Abreu was here. Right. Which didn't seem that well. I mean, I forget May and June what was going on. Well, they were terrible. But now he's going to be batting sixth, though. They're talking about putting Wes Helms right. batting fifth. Okay, so I want to give a big shout-out to the Phillies blogs, Philly fan sites that were mentioned in this article in Sports Illustrated. Big shout-out goes to the Philly fan page. Phillies Flow, Beer Leaguer, my personal favorite. Definitely Beer Leaguer. We always had a link to Beer Leaguer. Yep. We really enjoy Beer Leaguer. Absolutely. And the 700 level. Big shout-out to those guys. They work very hard at what they do, and they're very good at what they do. 700 level. Are they the one? Uh, no, that might be the 700 guys or whatever. 
sports uh or um, nine fifty. Yeah, nine. strong side blitz said. Oh, you know, I was listening about when yep. uh, Rieger came into town, and they said. Well, he said they, these guys ripped him. He just hit it on the button Let's for the pair face. <laughs> oh, we got a pair face of the week. I want to give a huge shout out to Pearface. Thank you for coming back, Pearface. For uh, coming back, spending some time with us this week. He always oh. adds those lengthy posts to <laughs> phillysportscast.com backslash Philly Forum, where new registrations are temporarily suspended, by are the way. Are they still? Yeah. Okay. So we'll get that straightened out pretty soon. But until then, let's move to the Pearface post of the week. week. All we had to do is bust his balls to get him back on here. Very yep. nice. So this week's Pearface post of the week Comes straight to us from Strong Side Blitz, who's adding some really interesting stuff to the uh, forums. That he is, that Eagles he is. Forums. We were saying that last week. I really enjoy what he's writing. So here it is. On his way home from work today, he had a Sports Talk 950 on, and they killed the Eagles' latest signing of defensive tackle Monte Rieger. I thought Rieger was a decent signing because of his ability to stop the run, but apparently he's undersized. Yeah, I think he weighs like 280 pounds or something like that. How's which is very undersized. Small. He's very small. <laughs> 280. <laughs> and is damaged goods the Colts cut him because of the success they had without without him stopping the run they also feel that the Eagles have become a worse team at this point in free agency the linebacker situation is a mess oh as is the strong safety position the defensive line is undersized especially at D tackle where there is a constant issue with stopping the run what are your thoughts fire away boys oh the uh the linebacker situation is an absolute disaster and you said that last year, the year before. Three years in a row. And finally, now the sports talk radio people are talking about. Strong side Blitz probably known this for 10 years. And he's, he probably knows the future. Totally. This guy, this guy knows what he's talking about, by the just way. Just a quick note. Strong side Blitz just hit us up on the forums with this. A rumor. Eagles no longer interested in Wilson. Adam Schefter of the NFL Network reports that the Philadelphia Eagles were involved in trade talks with the Denver Broncos to acquire linebacker Al Wilson, but have now backed out of the negotiations. Bad news is that the Giants are now the front runner at this point to require the services of Al Wilson. So there you go, trying to um, uplay the linebacker core. However, they just don't get that deal that Joe Banner wants, that penny-pinching mother effort. That's what happened with the guy from Dallas, remember? Everyone's yep. like, oh, they signed him, and Not good. next day they're like, nope, he's going go. to Tennessee. Yep, when he talks. And what walks? Bullshit. That's what I'm stressing. Didn't want to, didn't want to curse, but. That's okay. In that situation, everybody's saying it in their own heads anyway, so you can just give it to them. So break it down. Epical hits them up with this. What? And um, Pearface. Who? Pearface. Pearface. He's now back. A, a, contributing to the Pearface post of the week. Here's his aunt, response to that Monty Rieger line. Are you going to read the whole level. thing? Is I'm, this not gonna, said- I'm not going to read the whole thing. However, it is a small post from Pearface. Uh, okay. Relatively. This wasn't his, his uh, doctoral no, thesis. No, the, the big okay. one that was recent. Rieger replaces Rayburn, so it's an upgrade. His eye is still swollen from plastic surgery procedure from last week, and I wouldn't be so quick to judge the offseason. Curtis could end up becoming a very good receiver in this offense. Plus, it's March 21st, still more than three months away until camp. There's still the draft, June 1st cap cuts, which... It's a good point. Always huge. That's where they yeah, they always make a good. And Paraphrase always reminds us of June first cap cuts, and he's right. And more free agents out there. In short, it's too early to judge the off season. The Eagles didn't get Stallworth last year until the end of the preseason. Okay, so there it is. So a little reality check from Paraphrase, which yeah, but, we all deserve. But you're not gonna get. You're not drafting a linebacker. You're not gonna draft a linebacker. 
They never do. So who makes you think they're going to do it? No, this they year? do, but they just draft shitty linebackers. Yeah, horrible linebackers. They don't even start. Or I'm sometimes sorry. Ha- with their first or second pick, right. they don't draft linebackers. You're right. So, you know, that is a major problem right now. And, okay, I can see the June 1st situation there. But the linebacking core is huge, especially huge. in our defense, yes, especially huge. in That's the defense scheme. that yes. we have. And uh, it's going to be very interesting what they're going to do there because they're not they're not dropping the coin. Jerry Porter, there are so many. I think strong side blitz or another uh, strong side blitz named, named seven, like well that's so we read those, many of them. We read that last week when it was like um, Thomas and Porter sure. and Arrington. We went through all those, but also in the draft, there's a lot of linebackers coming out right now too. Like that's everyone's got to say, hey, there's no wide receivers are going to take late in the draft. But there could be a hundred quality linebackers in the draft. The Eagles won't pick one of them up. They won't. And you also, and you got a three-year window with them all. Like it's not like they're going to roll out here and a rookie and just like start killing everybody. Right? No, they're, those guys are few and far between. This is, so. uh, I mean, this is the NFL. I mean, they're, they're, it's so fast. Dropping back in coverage, they don't even understand what they're going to, what's going to happen with them. Totally, and that's okay. I mean, that's that's the NFL, and that's that's what everybody expects. You're right. You're right. But, but so you you have to you have to be able to like you know mold these linebackers. We don't have time for that. I don't have time. See, that's the problem. I don't have time as a fan of this team. As everyone's saying, like on here, they're all talking about um, Willis from uh, Auburn. Yeah, Willis from Auburn. Exactly. So this guy is a great like run blitzer. Like he'll come in and he He's gets fast. the guys and all that. I really don't see anything with pass coverage. Like I mean, when I'm watching his highlights, I don't see that pass covering like. The running back coming out or picking up the tight end, right. something like that. So that's what I'm worried about. Like on that defense, if he's playing middle linebacker, outside linebacker, doesn't matter where he's playing, he's going to have to do some. He's got to drop back. Can it's he do that? So hard to do. Right. It's so hard to do. Coming from college, the NFL. I mean, everybody throws in the NFL. It's so it's such a big transition. I can only imagine dropping back in those coverages, and they they have those zones. There's nobody helping them out right. at all, and that takes years. It takes years to you know in the NFL, no matter what. There's certain backs out there that come out that can just hit, that can play and run and do all that. They're your your top three players right there. Right on. When you need, you're, you when need, you're in you need an experienced yeah. veteran to come in here and straighten this whole shit out. But who is that? These guys just don't appear out of nowhere. However, the June 1st cap cut might get you that dude. Hopefully you're going to find that dude. Hopefully... Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe something can still happen with Wilson. Well, maybe, maybe they should get. Like that kind maybe of they should stop being so offense oriented and maybe look focus on the defense a little bit and give Jim Johnson some carte blanche to go out and get some people in free agency. Nah, dude, he doesn't go. Jim Johnson doesn't do anything. Well, maybe he should. He should well, they should at least look and go, Yo, Jimmy, what do you need here? Oh, because sure. we're having a lot of problems. with the I'm defense. sure they've done that. You can't. You can't. I don't know if they did that because they never really so. brought that guy. I, well, can't say they never. They brought in Curse. They brought right. in Howard last year. I mean, they brought in good DNs. But, God damn it, those linebackers, you bring in Barber. You got... Um, but when they brought in um, Javon Kirk, was three years ago. Right. We were lacking in that area. Back then, we had we had Trotter back then. We had, did we yeah, have LeVar Harris no, back Trotter. then? Trotter, Trotter, Trotter lo- left. Remember? He, yeah, did he, he did. Leave? Yeah. I know he left, but I don't yeah. know if it was in that window there. I think it was right at that window, yeah. Okay. Carlos Emmons. Who it was. Carlos Emmons was back there. We had Emmons. Barber was back there for a while, and I think he left the same year yeah, as... I don't know. If, who was the main guy? It wasn't anybody, dude. It, it just stunk. Stunk. That's weird. I'm, I'm, I'm but you really can't, having a brain fart. You right can't now. fault the Eagles for spending money. They do spend money. They just choose... On offensive players. They choose... Well, no, Sheldon Brown, Lido, yeah. Shepard, these guys, they did yeah. you know, lock them up long term. All right, so the, I'm yeah, they don't spend that. money at linebacker though. We, they, well, no, that's true. What they, they do is 
Like, they gave Kevin Curtis all this money right. when they could have given it to Dante Stallworth. So we have to give them the benefit of the doubt. They know what they're doing, right? Oh, Hackard knows what he's doing. We Reed said that last year, yeah. Okay, fine. So we can't fault him for that. However, we can really we can question the decisions that they're making. you got to give me that. Well, we will. We will always question what they're doing. The Dante Stallworth thing is, I can see that because you look you look at his past. I, I, I'm not going to give him the money that I'm going to give this Curtis guy who's right. coming from uh, a Mark Bulger, uh, Bulger um, passer who's absolutely amazing. Learning from Torrey Holt. Learning from Isaac Bruce. I mean, that he's a third receiver of those two. I'll take that all day long. But he's not a third receiver. He's a first receiver he's, now. He's a third, no, he's going to be a second. Now. Well, no, he'll be a second. One? Reggie Brown. Reggie Brown. Reggie Brown. Uh, he Thanks. deserves it. All right, he deserves it. He did really well. We were saying that last year before last year started. But it's months he, away, so we shouldn't get our panties in a bunch. Right? Oh, I'm not, not. Hey, trust me. We my got a whole is, uh, Philly season to be disappointed. My panties with. aren't in a bunch at all. Wait until after the draft, see what happens with the draft, see what happens with the cap, and then they're going to go from there. When you're talking about parting shots, just remember what the theme is. Dave, hit me up. I got to come up with something negative. The Flyers do stink. They suck. I believe after They've this... They've given up. They're not worth watching or going to see. I think it's after their game on Monday or Tuesday, whatever it was. When they lose that game, they will be guaranteed either the first or second spot in the draft. Oh, terrific! So, Which we never. But last time they had the number one pick, said they had they drafted Mel Bridgman back in the seventies. Blah blah blah. For, Forsberg wasn't nothing. a one. No, Forsberg. He was a, actually a, a later, like a thirteen or something. Really? Like that, I think yeah. Wow. So, but because everyone when they drafted him, they're going, he's too skinny. He can't play in the NHL. So when they traded him, everyone was like, oh, that's a great what trade. What Lindros? Was it near first-round pick? He was supplemental. No, no. He well, was they drafted. Get him from, no, he was drafted from he was Quebec. He from Quebec, and then they had to do all kinds of right. things. And that was the him. Forsberg and all that. Right. So the Flyers didn't draft him number one. He was a number one draft pick. Gotcha. There's plenty of number one draft picks that were played that have played here, but last time the Flyers have done it. Yeah, we always overpay. Well, not we, but the Flyers always overpay for them late, late, about when they turn 40. <laughs> just when they turn 40. Imagine. <laughs> right when they're in their prime. <laughs> okay. E-Money, hook it up. Well, you know what? I'm not going to say anything negative just because it's time to talk about the positive, and that is June 30th. Oh, oh very nice. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you a little I'll give well, you no, a window here. We're going to go watch a losing team. <laughs> According to uh, SI, we're coming in number third. Behind the Metropolitans, but hopefully on that day, they will come out on top. And, you know, at least the Phillies are going to step up and play a New York team. Not like the Flyers did against the Rangers last night. We do have That's some... Hope. I'm sorry. We do have some uh, tickets available. Am I correct? We still we have do spots? have some tickets available. But they are more. Going yeah. Um, yeah, we do have the, a couple the, more. The, the warmer the uh, the temperature is, the more the tickets get sold. Exactly. So, That's for sure. Oh, dude, trust me. When spring training opens up, or not my fault, spring training opening day, do you still have any more tickets? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's, a gr- it's, it's going to be, be a great game. game. Fox really on crazy. a Saturday. We're going to have a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Anybody's interested, email us at phillysportscast at gmail.com. And that's it. If you do it earlier, there's a better chance of us getting a couple more. I mean, right. when we're done, exactly. we're done. But it give us a little heads up. We'll definitely try to look and try to get a couple more so we're all together. Yeah, the tickets are going fast. I don't know what's going to happen. It'll be that. a good time. So that's we're going to have that's, the Let's Go what? Mets doll. We're going to yeah. have the, the voodoo, Cheater Finger. We'll have a little voodoo doll. Let's give us. Oh, yeah, and that's another thing. The, the let's oh, go. Yeah. He, he's like totally. 
Let's go Mets. He's, he's, he's got, left. He's got a he's pooping. You know, what we did was we raised the question, should he all we did was raise the question, should he be banned? And he banned himself. He is so, Oh darn. You know, everybody much, was man. everybody was so positive for Let's Go Mets. Yeah, I know. So maybe we should go over his house and like rub his belly or something. For I mean, him. what does he want? Dude, I don't know, dude. Trying to have a joke. You he's know what? The one that, he's the one that messed up. Messing him and, him and Big him. Blue can start their own little website yeah. and they can oh, yeah, write back to it. each other and talk to each other. Hey, the Giants are great. You know what? So are the Mets. So, oh. But so are the Giants. The Giants are better. But the Mets are better. Hey. The Giants are better. But they both wear blue. It's baseball season. You know what? It's football season in a couple more months. <laughs> Ready for my parting shot? Sure. Speaking of let's go Mets, here's a quote. Sports Illustrated, back to that. Nearly two months later in the Phillies' lively spring clubhouse in Clearwater, Florida, Rollins was even more certain that his team is better than the Mets and he realizes that he's adding spice to what is already a hot rivalry. Last year when the Mets got Carlos Delgado, I knew we were undermanned, says Rollins, a 28-year-old All-Star, but I don't feel that way this year. I wouldn't have said what I said if I didn't believe it. When I'm asked a question, I answer with what I believe is the truth, and the truth is I think we're the better team. Hey, you better prove it, my man. Go You've got on a the lot field. of work hey. to do. we got to see what's going on. What's what? a shame is, yeah. Jimmy Rollins isn't even the best shortstop in if he's got the, the NL East. And if he's got the confidence, then we should probably all go that way too. So next week, maybe we can have the winners. No, we could never do that. No, it's always we ain't having a winner. How many years have I been saying that this city is a bunch of losers? I just want to actually. You know what? That was his first words. I remember your dad telling me that. Yeah, you know his first words were losers. losers. That's right, son. You you came in in the right city, boy. And his second one was, boy. I want to add one thing to my uh, parting shot. Anybody who's listening to this show who pays for a ticket to see the Sixers or the Flyers is an idiot. Is a stone idiot. And I, I can back that up by two things. Just, just this past week, Sixers lose by 50 at home. 50 at home to a bunch of fans that have paid to see them. And the Flyers just got shellacked in Madison Square Garden to a Rangers team that we all hate them to lose to. So the Phillies haven't made the playoffs since '93. Yeah, but you're going to pay and in September and go see. A, so see a they game. probably got blown out sense, a couple times dude. last year. Um, but hey, guys, spend money to go see the Phillies on May 30th to come down yeah. with us. It's my or personal June 30th. It's my parting shot. You want to have a problem with it? Then we'll go toe to toe. I'll go toe to toe. You can't say someone's an idiot for paying a ticket to go watch the Flyers watch or the Sixers. Why? Because all these other teams get blown out sooner or later. One time or another, they got blown out. By 50 points? A basketball team at home? Okay. A professional NBA team? That's fine. But now if we're talking about the Phillies, did they ever lose by 13 runs? Sure. Okay, that's true. But baseball is different. Did they make play- the playoffs since 93? It's different, Dave. It's different. You play every day oh. in baseball. You never know what's going to happen. They could yeah, lose by 13, no, but no. they're not going to lose. You're 20 games out, D. And I'm still going to go watch a baseball game. 20 games out, I'm still going to go watch the Phillies play the Mets. I'm not going to. That's the bottom line. No, for me. no. If we, if you, it is bottom line, and it is, if you've seen that this Phillies team has given up, given up, balls out. Given up. You, Trade Bobby Abreu and your GM. And your GM says, you know what? I'm looking not for next year, for this year. I'm looking for next year. When the GM says that. You say okay, I'm not buying any more tickets. Right, but how many? But how many people went to those teams? Unless, unless they went on that winning streak, nobody would have went down there anyway. Yeah, but they That's did true. go on that winning streak. True. It, it is true. Happen. I'm not saying I nobody went down had, there. I'm not saying nobody, Evan. I'm saying people do go down there, dude. People, I'm just calling those people idiots. Do you have a problem with that? 
people jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, I have a problem That's with what it. you do. Well, you have the, a problem with it. So the, you're a the Sixers win, you I'm jump a on the bandwagon. Bandwagon joker. Yeah, that's I'm what you're telling me right these now. Teams. You're not. That team is that team is full of shit. They're stealing money from people. That's all teams steal money. No, no. Yes, winning teams steal money. No, losing teams. There's now that's not all teams. Wait, what major league do we have? Not all half the teams. Half the teams. That's not all teams though. Most of the teams. You can't say all. You can never say all. My fault. How many teams, Most of the teams still How many money. teams in the NBA are losing by 50 points at home? How many teams are doing it in front three of their home Three teams crowd? did it so far. Three teams this yeah. year? No, oh, this year? No. I don't know how many this year. Oh, three Let's teams say, in the history of the league? Probably in the last 10 years. But I'm not worried about losing by 50. I'm not worried about losing by 40. I'm not worried about losing by 30. I'm talking about teams that don't make the playoffs, that don't win. You're okay. If you never lose by 50, but you only win 10 games, you're cool with that. Hey, we lost every game by two points. But that's great. Right. If they scrap and they have heart, yes, I think that is great. So they suck. I think it's... Ten wins. Ten wins. Dude, you're putting... You can't compare... If you go... You can't can't say these guys who are putting money out are idiots. You guys... Yes, I can. Then I can say... Then I can say you're an idiot for rooting for a team that has ten wins. What about the three No, I disagree with that. You can't go to that game You just tell me... Dave, let me let me ask you a question. How entertaining was that te- was that game for the people who paid for it? If you're a Houston fan, horrible. No, I'm, Dave, it's a, it's in the Sixers' home stadium. Right. You, I'm a, not. You, how can you say if you're a Houston fan? I'm talking about for Sixers there. fans that went down there and paid money to see that game. Okay, your whole logic. They shouldn't have been there anyhow because they're already out of the playoffs. They're not winning. They're not no, playing no, no, well. No, 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 no. I would not have said this if these two, if these both of these teams didn't just mail these last two games in. And that's exactly what the Flyers have done. And that's exactly what the Sixers have done. You can't say they're mailing it in. They've mailed. It. I, I said. I All right, said and you're not for saying it. The and last you're not for saying it. The last two games, you don't agree that they both mailed. They, they just gave up. The, they no, just, just he talked a ten minute thing about why the Flyers lost. Thank you for five listening numbers. to me, money. Thank you for right, listening. He explained about the whole situation. You go, why did they, Dave? Why did they lose five nothing? Tell me why. And he just went, he went off. Okay, that's fine. That is fine. But I watched that game last night, and I'm sure Dave did too. But what I saw was no heart, none, no no quickness, no speed, no weight, no want to get to the puck, no scoring chances. Giving up two on ones like it's going out of style. What do you want me to do? Fill it up? No, pass it down. I want you to go on your rant, but I just want you to pass it down if you could fill it up. I'm, I'm in the middle of yelling at you, and you're fucking. You're handing me your cup to fill it up to the beer meister. Yes, that's you it. Know? That's yelling, what I have to yelling say. Yelling at you. That's what I have to say. So end it. You want to say something else? I still think you're wrong. Hey, they want to go down. Let them go down. They're not idiots. You think? Hey, you know what? The Phillies aren't winning, but go this down to the Phillies this year, according to SI. Exactly. According to SI, SI said they're going to be in contention in September. What, where does that translate that they're not going to win? Because they're in third. What third place team ever made the playoffs? No, none. I agree with that. Okay, I agree so with that, that's where he's contention saying. in September. We'll start I don't know. Made. Don't start with you about hey, what? Contention in September. We had that for the last four years. And you know what? I'm sorry. People who are listening that go to Flyers and Sixers games are not idiots. I'm sitting between two of them. No. That's what it's there's going only, on. There's one idiot down here, and he doesn't have his headphones wrong, on right wrong, now. Wrong. Wrong. Ooh. Good night, everybody. It's his show. He has to turn it off. Not my show. Exactly. No, keep going. Keep going. Got to turn it off. No, this is our show. Keep going, guys. You want to talk to each other? But I'm done talking to you guys. Oh, thank God. The idiot's leaving now.